Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. 40,000 veterans are homeless in the United States. That's the latest count according to Veterans Affairs Secretary David Shulkin. He made the comment at the opening of a new veterans facility in the District of Columbia. At the opening ceremony with Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson, Shulkin and Carson were there to say the facility will serve as a model for others that they want to open across the country. Centers for Pittsburgh and Atlanta are the next additions. A new audit finds major gaps in the Department of Veterans Affairs handling of less than stellar doctors. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. The Government Accountability Office looked at a sample of disciplinary cases involving clinicians at five hospitals and found that out of nine providers whose misconduct or lack of competence should have been reported to a national database, only eight actually were, and none of the cases were reported to state licensing boards. GAO also found significant shortcomings in the way VA investigates concerns about doctors. VA was unable to provide records in about half the cases, and some languished for years before a formal investigation was even begun. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Airmen are eligible for continuation pay at 12 years of service in return for a commitment of four years of service. Continuation pay is a way to encourage airmen covered by the new blended retirement system to remain in the Air Force. For active duty airmen, the payment rate is two and a half times your monthly basic pay. Same is true for reserve component airmen on active guard and reserve orders. Many civilian agencies say they're looking for more guidance and information from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence on its continuous evaluation program. The Government Accountability Office says ODNI needs to set more concrete standards for the program. The continuous evaluation program is an executive branch effort to more frequently identify and evaluate security-related information, including criminal activity. Agencies say they're concerned about the costs and workload associated with adopting continuous evaluation. The Defense Department, though, is going all in on the program. The Pentagon is counting on continuous evaluation to eventually replace much of their periodic reinvestigation workload. GSA takes the next step to make the government-wide single sign-on program a reality. Citizens could soon authenticate themselves to the government through facial recognition. That is one way the General Services Administration's Technology Transformation Service is asking vendors to provide authentication services under the login.gov platform. GSA releases a request for quotes seeking a vendor to collect documentary evidence of identity data and then send that information in real time to GSA. GSA then will determine whether that evidence meets its requirements to authenticate the individual's identity. Bids on the RFQ are due December 8th. I'm Jason Miller. Senator James Lankford blows the whistle on this year's federal fumbles. In the third installment of his wasteful and inefficient spending report, the Oklahoma Republican identifies more than $400 billion in waste in the federal budget. This year's report includes everything from offbeat arts grants that are worth less than $40,000 to more serious big-budget items like the $400 billion production delay for the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter. Lankford notes projects like the decade-long refurbishment of the Air Operations Center, which swallowed nearly double the estimated cost of $374 million due to its own poor planning and contractor mistakes. He also calls into question the $1.5 billion spent on PR for government agencies each year. This agency's reaction time was good, but the patient has some underlying long-term problems. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. 
The agency is Customs and Border Protection. Its patient, the System for Processing Incoming Airline Passengers. Reviewing a four-hour system outage in January, the Homeland Security Inspector General finds CBP people took sufficient steps to fix the problem, but required four hours to revert to an older system. Long-term, the IG says the agency must fix inadequate software testing, maintenance, and continuity planning. I'm Tom Tammen. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.